In today's episode, we're speaking to Carl Allen. Carl Allen is a world-class entrepreneur, investor, corporate dealmaker who has worked on more than 330 transactions worth close to 48 billion. Wow. In his nearly 30-year career, Carl has analyzed thousands of businesses, big and small, in 17 different countries across nearly every business sector, including technology, pharmaceuticals, transport, logistics, engineering, manufacturing, aerospace, consumer goods, services, business services, to name but a few. So we're going to be speaking to this amazing individual and finding out how he changed his life by changing his mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today I'm super excited. We've got Carl Allen here on the show. Welcome, Carl. Hi, thanks for having me. It's great to be with you. It's, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So you will, and you've obviously heard from the intro, you know how amazing Carl is. So Carl, now you, I've given you my, my version of your intro. Please to introduce yourself and tell the world why I think you're so amazing. Okay, so I'm, I've just turned 50 years of age. So I've been an entrepreneur, business owner, investor, investment banker for 28 years and about four months. So I started my career in 1992. Uh, went to work for a Wall Street investment bank. So I was buying and selling businesses for very large clients like IBM and, and GE and Boeing and, and companies like that. And I did that for a number of years, you know, made a lot of money, kind of enjoyed that. And then after going to business school in Chicago in the early 2000s, I ended up working in corporate uh, mergers and acquisitions. So that the last real job I had uh, I was working for Hewlett Packard. So I was one of the directors of mergers and acquisitions. So I was flying all over the world, buying companies, uh, selling companies, divisions for them. And, uh, and it was great. I had a really good job. I enjoyed it. I had a terrible work-life balance, though. I was never really spending any time with, with my family. I was overweight, practically an alcoholic. I used to chain smoke. I wasn't the healthiest guy in the world. And then uh, 1st of February, 2008, my world, my life completely changed in the space of about five hours. So I, I was in a boardroom in Russia, closing a deal for HP. And my wife called me and said, I've gone into labor four weeks early. You need to get your butt back to the UK as quickly as you can, because this baby is coming out. So I literally left my luggage. I just ran out of the boardroom. I had my passport, my wallet, my phone. My luggage is still there. I've never been back. I managed to get to the airport, managed to get home, uh, managed to get to the hospital just as my son was being born. And then he came out and, and I was holding him in my arms, his tiny little baby, he's nearly 13. So he was four weeks early. And I decided um, I was done with the corporate nine to five. Well, it wasn't mm-hmm. nine to five, but I was done with the corporate life. I, I wanted to do something else so I could be with my family. So I decided initially to retire. I was 37, but then I became... Um, a, a business acquirer. I'd been doing it for other people for a lot of years. I knew how to do it. 
So I decided to buy and sell small companies, which, uh, which I still do today. Um, however, about five years ago, I started to do something that really kind of lights me up. I, I'm a coach. So okay. I'm, um, I, I coach and mentor over five and a half thousand entrepreneurs all over the world in how to buy, grow and sell businesses. So they're modeling my process that I developed over nearly three decades. Uh, and I'm leading that very, very powerful tribe who are all um, changing their lives and becoming business owners. So, um, so two things I really do these days, I, I'm, I'm coaching my tribe, but then I'm also, you know, I eat my own cooking. Uh, I'm buying and selling businesses uh, pretty much all the time. You know, we were chatting at the start. I'm working on buying a really big company in the UK at the moment. Uh, my partners in the US are doing the same. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's me and that's what I do. So that's amazing. And it's, it's quite a journey from where you started to where you are right now. But let's, let's go back to the point when you had your, you know, your son was just born and you've been in the corporate world all that time. Now, it's, it, you explained it like it was a blase, like I decided I was doing it back and I was going to, go to you know, work for myself. Now, coming from the corporate world, I know how difficult the transition is going from being a corporate employee to becoming self-employed or an entrepreneur. How did you make that shift? So I was very fortunate because, you know, I, I, I had a lot of capital behind me. So I, because, you know, I was born and raised in Northern England, a very working class family, I was born in a tiny little terraced house. Mm-hmm. I had to work and hustle and, and grind for my wealth. So I'm not the kind of guy that gives it away. So I'd say very, very well. So I, I, I didn't have any financial worries at that time. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes it, kind of easier but more difficult when when you when you switch like that you know i walked away from a million dollars of stock options and bonuses by, by wow. leaving me, uh, mm. because my, my family at that you know was was more important to me and, mm. and i think when when you cut the ties and you go and start something new i think having capital behind you can be a plus yeah i think it can also be be, be a minus uh, for some people but what got me through was 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 my mindset and, and what dawned on me that day was something so powerful that um, I, I've used every day since. And it's baked very deep into all of the coaching that, that I do. And that's the power of purpose and the power of why. And mm-hmm. I, I started studying back then. I started following people like Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins. You know, I, I know Tony now. I'm, I'm in his platinum partnership uh, mastermind. You know, I've spent a lot of time with, with Grant Cardone and, and James Altucher and Robert Kiyosaki and, and all those guys, they're massively all about their, their mindset. And what dawned on me very early was that if you want to achieve anything substantial in your life, you've got to go through a very, very simple three-step process. So the first thing you've got to decide is what do I actually want? What's my, I don't, I never ever use the word goal. I hate the word goal. It doesn't resonate with me. For me, it's, it's outcomes or results. Mm-hmm. And a goal is like a dream and aspiration. But if you start this three-step process by saying, okay, what's the outcome? What's the result that I am absolutely committed to achieving? And it's got to be like a smart outcome. It's got to be specific, measurable, actionable, relative, and time-bound. You know the smart yeah. So once you figure that out and you're laser, laser focused on what you want, then the second part, which is the most difficult, is you've got to dial in why. Why do you actually want it? What is the purpose? 
of you doing this. Because if you just have an outcome without a why, you don't have the fuel and the passion and the energy to push through and get it done when times get tough. And it doesn't matter what you want to do in life. You know, it, it's things, things are challenging. And if you don't have the purpose and the why baked inside of you, then you'll, you'll give up and you'll, you'll go on to different things. Give so, finger, yeah. so for me, my, my big why for becoming an entrepreneur in 2008 was I was trying to get away from the pain of not being there to support my family mm. and, you know, just throwing money at them, which I had, not throwing them the love and the time and the attention that they craved. So that's, that was the pain that I was in. And becoming an entrepreneur solved that pain because I was able to work from home and be with my family all the time, yet still do something to keep my, my brain active. And there's been other issues in my life where I've, I've needed a purpose. So as I mentioned, I was, a, I was a chain smoker. I smoked 40 to 60 cigarettes a day, and it was really unhealthy. And, and you know, I was trying to quit, but I didn't have the why to make me do it. And I remember I was sat in my study at home and my, my, my son, Josh, he, he'd have been, I haven't smoked now for about 10 years, but about, uh, so about 10 years ago, my son would have been three. He, uh, he came into my study at home and I, I'd just been smoking and I threw it out the window in my office and my son came in and he's absolutely beside himself. He's in floods of tears. I'm like, Joshy, what, what's wrong? What's wrong, buddy? He says, no, I don't want you to die. I'm so, what are you talking about? He said, mum says that you're smoking all these cigarettes and, and you're going to die. And, and I don't want you to die because you won't be able to take me to soccer practice and you won't be able to take me to school and you won't be able to take me to McDonald's. And I, I don't want that. And I'm like, whoa, okay. And then instantly something flips in my head and I'm thinking, well, that's the purpose I need. Yeah. And you know what? I haven't even looked at a cigarette since wow. that was the purpose the why the fuel the passion that i needed to, to follow through on that and then mm. something that's happened to me very very recently is um i'm uh, i'm about to become a, a grandfather uh, oh, wow. i have all the children and i'm going to be a grandparent in january um my, my daughter who's 27 um is having a little baby girl with her partner marco and um like, I'm so excited about it. And, and three months ago, I was 35, 40 pounds overweight and, and not super healthy. And, and I decided that I wanted to live long enough to see my, my granddaughter graduate and, and get married. So that's going to take me into my 70s. So I, I went through something called 75 Hard, which is a brutal physical and mental toughness challenge where you've got to work out twice a day for 75 days. You can't drink alcohol. You've got to stick to a strict diet and you've got to do all these other requirements. And I absolutely smashed it, dropped two and a half stone. And I, I'm fitter and healthier now than I was in my twenties because my goal, my absolute focus, my passion was to live a long life so I could see my ever expanding family grow up. So what I'm getting by with all this is mm. that anything you want in your life, if you have a purpose, a real reason for wanting to do it, that makes everything. So that's step two of the process. Then step three is once you know what you want and you know why you want it, the third bit is easy. You know, what's the massive action plan? What's the steps I need to go through 
to get it done. And that's easy because when you've got all that energy and all that fuel inside of you, um, even if you don't have a plan, you'll find a way. I agree. You'll I agree. Find a way. Yeah. If, if, if somebody walks in here right now, said, I'm going to give you guys a challenge, give you a challenge. And if you don't, you know, I'm going to shoot your family in the head. If you don't do it, I'm going to do it. I don't You're going to find a way to do it. Yeah. I, I will find a way. And and, and often uh, the key to all this, goal is, is people, and I see it a lot in life, they don't have any leverage over themselves. You've got to get leverage. Get leverage over yourself, you can achieve anything that you want, seriously. And, and, and I think most people walk around with their heads in the clouds and that they just don't have that leverage and purpose inside of them. And, and once, they dis- once they discover that, once they find it, uh, you can achieve anything. It's so powerful. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, one of the things that I that I learned from trying Robin, so you know, quite early on, because I, I <laughs> my story is very interesting because I, I sort of and I was let I was looking for a book by um, Tony um, by uh, Tony Busan on mind mapping and speed reading, and I found a book by Tony Robbins on awakening giant within, which led me on the path of personal development journey, and I became a personal journey junkie. So one of the things that I learned from him early on was, you know what's your why and I found this throughout my life even before I had kids I'm more motivated today now because of my children I think once you have children it just changes you something inside of you and your motivation is 10x that's that's what I find whatever I achieved in my life it's I mean I've always been a a high achiever I've always worked very hard and I, I, I like you I find a way there isn't a way I'll find around it above it through it I'll find a way whatever I need to get to but once you have children that's becomes a stronger way for, for me, especially uh, personally, but you tell me, you, you mentioned you mentor, you know, you've mentored about five and a half thousand people now. How do you change their mindsets? How do you get connect them to their why? Because it's very well said, well, you need to find your why, you need to find that passion and move forward. That's all well and uh, great, well and said and done, especially on paper, it sounds great. But how do you physically or it, how do you, you know, how do you implement that? How do you, how do you get your clients to? think okay that's my why and that's what I'm going to think about and I'm not going to focus on anything else and just channel all my focus on this particular thing and find a way around it through it above it or you know be around it how do you do that great so that's a really good question so if you look at what my if you look at what I what I coach I, I coach people how to buy businesses using mm-hmm. other people's money it's a 10-step process right step one has got nothing to do with buying businesses step one as you've alluded to it's the mindset shift. It's getting people into that dealmaker mindset. So what I do when I'm coaching my clients is the first thing I say to them, and, and this, this is what Tony calls a pattern interrupt. I actually say to them, nobody wants to buy a business. They don't. Nobody wants to own a business. They, they, they don't. What we need or what we want as human beings are the benefits mm-hmm. that you get when you are a business owner. Yeah. And what are those benefits? It's freedom. It's work-life balance, it's cash flow, it's wealth creation, generational wealth creation in some cases. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pride, it's assurance, it's insurance, it, it's ego in some cases. So what I do with my clients is I take them through that journey and I actually say to them, you know, what, what, what do you want? You know, where are you now? What, where are you now? And what, what's, the, what's the worst day in history look like for you in, in what you're doing now? And then what's nirvana look like for you what's the absolutely best day that you can possibly have and and it's what tony calls the the ppp the pleasure pain principle yeah so familiar with that yeah. as human beings 
we all do things. We, we all react emotionally. Yes. So we've got this two million year old brain. A minuscule part of it is your logical part of your brain. But most of it is your subconscious mind, which contains all of your emotions. And it's yep. your emotions that drive your behavior. So yep. every decision we take in our lives is driven by our emotions. And yeah, our and emotions then you use logic to explain it. Yes, of course. Yeah, our emotions are driven by either our requirement to get out of pain or to move towards pleasure. Yep. Right? That's of that, course. That that's the game. Everything yep. else is irrelevant. That's what we do. So what I do with my clients is I help them understand what's the pain they're in today, mm-hmm. and then what's the pleasure that they seek, and then mm-hmm. I map leaving a boring, frustrating, underpaid, bullied nine to five job and moving into the realms of becoming an entrepreneur and a business owner, mm-hmm. connecting those two dots. And then once people understand that and, and they really dial that in, so I, I have them uh, visualize, I, I, I send them down a journey of really, uh, you know, really dialing that and honing that in and meditating around that, which mm-hmm. sounds a bit weird, but it works. Once they've really kind of built that into themselves and their entire psychology, then what it does is it just gives them that force. It gives them that drive. You know, Brendan Bouchard calls it the charge. It gives you that unstoppable and shakeable force to go from A to B. So I, I, I have a, a client um, called, called Coastal who, who lives in London. He was an accountant, um, was, was really bored, frustrated, not making a lot of money. And, and I took him through this and I said, you know, what do you actually want? And he said, well, you know, the biggest thing for me is my, my children, my two boys go to this horrible school uh, where they're bullied and they're not getting educated properly. And it's like a really bad inner city school. I want them to go to this amazing private school. It's going to cost 50, 60,000 pounds a year to send them there. Mm-hmm. And I'm never going to be able to afford that. So for me, buying businesses, becoming a business owner is going to give me the cash flow to be able to do that. So again, you made the point about, about your children. You know, mm-hmm. that's his laser focus. That's why he did this. So whenever he got to a sticky part of a deal or whenever he got to a difficult part of the journey, that desire, that focus, that North Star pushed him through and he was able to get the job done. And, and now he owns five different companies and, you know, he's making lots and lots and lots of money and has developed an incredible life for, for him and his family. And, and, and that's all he needed. Uh, and without really dialing that in, he probably wouldn't have had the force and the charge to, to push forward and follow through and, and get the job done. I mean, I completely agree with everything you've said, because I think that is, it's true. I mean, I, the thing, the, the tools you use is it's partly the tools I use. I'm a mindset person too. So um, I use more energy tools, but one of the, one of the major tools is, is visualization. And then you have to imagine yourself where you want to be first before you physically, you know, see it in your reality. And I think this is a great way to connect to your emotions. So I, I talk about something called emotional memory. You need to get the emotional memory of wherever you're going to go first before you actually have the drive to get there. And people always think, well, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I, if I don't have it, how do I, how do I feel into it? This is where you use your power tool, your imagination. Use imagination to build emotional memory and then propel you further forward. So absolutely love everything you just said. Now, this brings me to the next question. You can have people who are, are highly motivated, but they lack the, the self-confidence and they, don't, they lack the self-belief. How do you help them overcome that? How do you help people overcome the idea? Well, Carl, you can do this. X, Y, Z can do this. 
but I can't do this. How do you give for that? Yeah. So, so that's what I call a limiting belief when, when, when people, yeah, it is. Yeah. When people come up with that. So, so there's two things I do. So uh, the first thing I do is when, when anyone's got a limiting belief like that, you know, I, I just destroy it and, and replace it with something that I, that I learned from Michael Hyatt, which I call an empowering truth. So it's just cleaning up the language that self talk Mm-hmm. going on inside. In it's, in, it's a negative in the, in the yeah, and, yeah. And just giving them you know just starting from that perspective but that's nowhere near enough what you then need to do is and, and it goes back to my three-step framework once someone's got the goal that, or the outcome that they need and, and they develop the why and they figured out what's their action plan to get it done then it, it's all about taking initially the, those baby steps because what happens is you know tony calls this the the, the science of success so you, you start off, you know, and if you've got if you've got a limiting belief that that you can't do something, mm-hmm. then your entire body, your entire neurology will will, will hold you back. So yeah. if you think you can't do something, then you know what what kind of action are you going to take to achieve it? You know, not very strong. So you exactly. take a little bit of action, you, you'll get pretty bad results, and then the feedback loop will tell your subconscious mind, "See, I told you so. This yeah. was too hard. You can't do this." And then you'll take even lower action and then you get even worse results and then yep. you'll feel even worse and you go into this downward spiral. So yep. what I do with my guys is I wire it the other way. I say, look, you know, take baby steps, take little steps, get, you know, take massive Small action, successes, yeah. get a little result. Okay, great. Now you've got a result. What's next? Now you've got a result. Your subconscious brain is saying, look, I told you so. I told you you could do this. And then guess what? You take even more action. And then you get even bigger results. And then you're in the positive spiral. Success, and success. Yep. yep. So, and, and sometimes you've got to have people do that, you know, mid-journey. They do it at the start. They go up, they get loads of results. And then some little thing will happen. And then they go back down again. So, mm. right, okay, stop. Let's get you back in the other direction. You know, there is no failure, only feedback. Yep. Okay, that's a big only statement. There is yep. no failure, only feedback. When something bad happens to you, how can you reframe it? How can you think about that as, you know, what's positive about it? What can I learn from? You know, and, and, you know, another mentor of mine, Keith Cunningham, you know, I've made some whopping mistakes in my career, whopping mistakes. Some things have cost me millions and millions of pounds, the mistakes I've made, right? But I've learned from them. And Mm -hmm. Keith Cunningham, one of my mentors, calls it the dumb tax, you just paid a dumb tax for a big mistake that you've made and i tell you something Carl. you're never going to make it again yeah what have you learned from that how can you make sure you never make that mistake again and how can you coach and mentor your tribe to make sure that they don't make those mistakes either so it's doing all those different things but you know belief Belief is huge, isn't it? But but, yep. but again, if you've got that burning desire inside of you to get something done, you can overcome all these different things. So it all starts with your why, in my yep. opinion. I do. I do. I agree with that. Now, I want to take a step back, and I want to go back to something that you mentioned at the beginning, something about your journey. You said, so you've grown up in a small working-class family. So what made, what gave you the why then? I mean, I know the why thereafter with your family and so forth. But what was your why then when you were growing up? What made you think, you know, what, I'm not going to, this is not my, going to be my life. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and be, become wealthy. How did you 
adopt that belief and how do you cross over? It's interesting, actually. So I, I had an absolutely unbelievable childhood. My childhood was amazing. I wouldn't change a single thing about my childhood. So I was born in a two up, two down. Uh, mm -hmm. My mother was a hairdresser. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my father was an electrical engineer, worked for a brewery. So very working class family. And what, what we do as human beings, we, we model people. Yeah. That we model the people around us. You know, people always say, you're the sum of the five people you spend. You are, absolutely, time. you are, I agree, so, yes. So for me, you know, I, I grew up in a family where I was an only child. Um, my, my parents, you know, were, were really hardworking people. So they work really hard, they save really hard. And we had an amazing, you know, life. I didn't want for, uh, for anything. You know, we weren't wealthy, but, you know, we certainly weren't poor. Um, but we just had a great rural Lancashire life. So I, I modelled my, uh, my, my parents. And I think what, what kind of, you know, I've kind of had a lot of tragedy in, in, in my life. And one of the big kind of changes for me was I, I was 10. So when I was 10, my best friend at school was killed in a plane crash. Oh. This was in 1980. Mm -hmm. And um, he was like the guy. He was like the most popular guy in the school, the most handsome guy in the school, the smartest guy in the school. He was the best football player in the school. This guy had everything. This guy called Robert Manickel, my best friend. Mm -hmm. And tragically, he was killed. And him and his whole family, they were going on holiday to Tenerife and the plane crashed into the mountain. They were all killed. And it was devastating. And in that moment, I decided I was going to continue his legacy. In that moment, I decided that I wasn't going to be the average kid that I was. I was going to become the smartest, most intelligent, most dynamic, high-performing person in that class. I thought, I'm going to carry on his legacy and continue his work. So I became him. And, and in, that, in that year, I just went on a different trajectory and... I became the smartest guy in the school. I became the most popular guy in the school, the best footballer in the school, the best chess player in the school, the best everything. Mm -hmm. I, I became him. And that, that's what powered me through. And that's what got me through my A-levels. It's what got me through my university. But what's really interesting, the, another big pivot in my life happened when I graduated. So my first degree, I left university in 1992. I went to Leeds University. And my first degree was in structural engineering. Because mm -hmm. I wanted to be a structural engineer. I wanted to design buildings and bridges and football stadiums and all this kind of stuff. I was just fascinated by it. So that's what I became. And I graduated in 1992. And I was earning £11,000 a year, right? And mm -hmm. I was working for one of the best structural engineering companies in the world. And I was working on amazing projects. And I was an eleven grand a year, which was tough. Even back in 1992, that yeah. was not what. And my buddy from university... He got a third class degree in, I don't know, basket weaving or something that would never really have any implementation. And he'd landed a job with Bank of America in London as a trainee investment banker earning £40,000 a year. And I just wow. thought, I, th I thought there's no justice in the world. I grafted, I was top of my year at university. I won a national prize. I was student graduate of the year from the Institution of Structural Engineers. I was the guy, but I was this low paid, overworked guy. And my buddy was 
doing this thing at Bank of America on four times the money. So I went to see him. Uh, I'd been in my job about a month and they'd sponsored me all through university and everything. And I was I, about four weeks in, I went to see him in London and he was living this amazing life. And, and I'm in the pub on, on the Saturday night and his boss was there who wasn't much older. So I was chatting to him and, uh, you know, telling him my story. And he, he hired me on the spot. He's like, dude, you come work for me. You're smart, you know numbers, you're very interpersonal. You will make an incredible investment banker come work for me as a graduate trainee. So I did. So I did. I turned my back on like this amazing career as a structural engineer. My parents were horrified. I, I turned my back and I, I went to work uh, for Bank of America in London and became an investment banker. And then obviously I, I wouldn't be talking to you today. <laughs> If, if that hadn't have happened. And, and it was that guy, he, he said to me, he gave me the belief. He said to me, you will make an amazing investment banker because you're really good with numbers, which to be an engineer, you have to be, and I'm, I'm really good with yeah. numbers. And you're really good with people. You're very interpersonal. You can inspire people, have great conversations. And because he gave me those beliefs, he shattered my limiting beliefs that I couldn't do it. And gave me the empowering truth. I'm thinking, well, if he's telling me I can do it, then I can do it because he's going to be my boss. So I went to work for it. And here we are, um, 337 deals later, $48 billion worth of transactions, millions and millions of people impacted. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, been, uh, it's been a really interesting journey. But when, and this is why I'm so glad we're having this conversation because nobody else ever really talks to me about this stuff. They all want to talk about, so where do you find businesses to buy and how do you raise the money? And those are great questions, but really, life, it's all about mindset. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There's nothing you can't do in your life ever if you have a bad right, mindset. mindset. And I you agree. have mental toughness and resilience and determination to get things done. These are the skills. You learned that, and I've learned that. You've learned that. I've mm -hmm. learned it from Tony. I've learned it from Jim Rohn. I've learned it from Robert Kiyosaki. I've learned it from Andy uh, Frisella. I've learned it from all these mentors. Now, I just, there's nothing I can't do. If I want to do something, you're going to do it. Yeah. It's done. Just, it's the mindset. I, I, I completely want? agree. I completely agree. I mean, I, I, I'm a trader as well. So I'm a, I'm a, I would call myself a professional trader because that's what I am. And right. I'm looking at, so I'm looking to go ahead and I have some, I have some information for myself, which are really, really outrageous for me as a trader right now. But what do you trade? I'm, I'm into Forex markets. So, okay. and that's where, that's where my focus and my, my, you know, my interest lies. And I want to go ahead and take that to the next level. And the, the targets I've set myself are literally um, <laughs> completely out of the box. But I know I will. There's, there's not a cell in my body that doesn't believe that I want to achieve it. I know I will. It may take me three, four, five, maybe 10 years to achieve it, but it's happening. It's happening. And I will find a way around it, above it, through it somehow and, and attract the right mentors to help me to get there. That's but I will get key. there. You've just nailed it you just i was hoping you were going to say that go get a mentor anything you want in life that you don't know how to get go get a mentor find somebody that has got the same outcome that you want and then just completely model, model it uh, yeah i agree uh, I have a really really quick little story right this this oh. is so funny right um i've never been able to cook mm -hmm. i just because I've, I've never learned how to do it don't know how to cook People have always made meals for me, my wife, or when I'm traveling, all that stuff. Never been able to cook. So we're in lockdown. This was in April. You know when we're in lockdown? In the yeah. Year? 
And, and Friday nights are always date night. So we always go out for dinner. And my wife said, you know, I really miss date night, Carl. It's, you know, so good. I, I love, you know, being waited on and spending really good quality time with you. I said, you know what? This Friday night, I'm going to cook. And she said, well, you don't know how to cook. Don't worry about it. I'm going to learn. So what I did is I bought a recipe book, right? Gino De Campo's recipe book. I'd eaten in his restaurant in Manchester. Uh, there was a specific dish that me and my wife love. I said, I'm going to get the book. I'm going to cook this recipe. And she said, well, that's crazy. You don't know how to cook. I said, well, think about what I teach my entrepreneur students, right? If they model me, what, what are they modeling? They're modeling my process, mm -hmm. which is a recipe, and they're modeling my ingredients, which are my skills and tools that I give them mm -hmm. to do what I do. So if I want to cook a recipe, if I get exactly the same food and I cook it in exactly the same way, why am I not going to get the exact same result? So I did it. I bought the book. I bought the ingredients. Um, and I followed the recipe step by step. And the plates of food that came out were exactly the same as you would get in the restaurant. And I've never done that before. Because all I've done is I've followed someone's recipe. And, and you've model, you modelled the, the recipe, yeah. basically. That's exactly it. I mean, I completely agree. This is one thing that I, I, I'm a really big fan of. It's something, again, I picked up from... Um, Tony Robbins years ago, which was model people, people who've already achieved your results. And mentors are the best way. I completely agree with that. All right. So on that note, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Carl. So Carl, where can we find more about you? And by the way, um, all of these details will be in the show notes for those listening, but I want Carl to just sort of highlight a few things for us. Yeah, so I, I think people can check me out at Deal Maker Well Society. So that's the name of my coaching company. Uh, so dealmakerwellsociety.com. There's also my, my YouTube channel by the same name, Deal Maker Well Society. There's loads of training videos on there about mindset, about I, I share my morning routine. Um, I'm share, I just shared my kind of 11 weeks going through 75 hard, some of the challenges I had and just my absolute purpose and why to get it done. Um, there's also, you know, what I do best, there's loads of stuff on there around buying companies and growing companies and selling companies and different things. So that's all at Dealmaker Well Society. If anybody wants to learn more about my, my story, uh, there's, there's a link to get a, a digital copy of, of my book. So I have a book called Zero Down Business Buying Secrets. It's not just about buying businesses. I talk a lot about the mindset shifts mm -hmm. that you need to do as, as an entrepreneur, not just to do deals, but to do pretty much anything you want in life so uh so that's at trainwithcarl.com forward slash money mindset as such trainwithcarl.com forward slash money mindset people want to download the book and and learn a bit more about me and why i do what i do and and all my different things and you know i i live my life uh around what i call the three eyes so every single hour of every single day i live my life around the three eyes i live with intention i live with integrity and I live with intensity. Those are the three things that I do. Everything I do in my life, every hour of every day, my code is those three things. I live with intention, I live with integrity, and I live with intensity. If something's worth doing, it's worth doing properly. I agree. I agree. It's been, it's been an absolute pleasure um, having you here, Carl. We'll have to get you back for our Money Talkies feature coming soon in the new year. And there you can actually share some strategies of how, you know, how can we 
um, go about in, in looking to buy a business or how do we invest a business? So we, we'll talk about all things business related in Money Talkies coming soon in January. Right. But so that we'll have you back for today. Thank you so much for sharing your journey. Thank you so much for sharing your ideas, your inspiration. And I'm sure we got so, you know, many, many, I got so much value from today's episode and I'm sure many people have as right. well. So until then, Thank you so much for being with us, Carl. And thank you so much for listening. For those of you, I will be back with another Friday feature with another amazing person sharing their inspiration story, helping us to change our mindset and sharing with us how they change their mindset to get to where they are. Until the next time we meet, this is Goa Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.